Downward Facing Dog, Triangle Pose, Cobra Pose, and All the Warriors. When we think about yoga, we always picture these postures because they're so well and commonly known. But yoga isn't just about the asanas or the postures that we put our body into. However, this week we're going to talk about limb three of the eight limbs of yoga and all of the asanas and postures. My name is Esther and I am from Unbothered Wellness, the yoga studio and wellness space in Waipu, Northland. And let's just jump into it. This is going to be a really short one. I feel like the last two with the limb one and two were kind of new and heavy, but this is going to be really easy. The word asana literally means seat because the idea is that with all of the movements within yoga, we are prepping our bodies to be ready to sit for a long time in a meditative state because that is the goal, that we'll be able to sit with our thoughts, our mind and find that enlightenment without the physical body kind of nagging us to move, you know, when you get like a leg falling asleep or all those little tingly feelings. No, we want to make sure that the body is ready for it all. Asana practice is a distinguishing feature of yoga. It is the process of exercising the body and the mind together as a single integrated system. There is a vast difference between yoga and some of the other forms of physical exercise. And this is because asanas seek to develop psychophysiological function. I know it's a big word, but basically it means that we want to connect the mind and the body together and kind of give each other purpose and make sure that they resonate with each other. Whereas traditional forms of exercises, they usually focus on improving the physiology, your physical body only, and not necessarily the mind. Obviously, they relate and connect, but... The idea of doing a 100 kilo squat is not because it's going to make you feel in your brain, but it's more that your muscles and your joints are happy to do so. I would like to point out something here because the truth is I feel like 80% of people do yoga because of the movements. Maybe extra added the mindfulness part. People seek it for stress relief or just feeling a little bit more in tune with themselves. But Honestly, people love the movements and that's why there's different styles because there's different styles of moving through these asanas, really well-known asanas. And I think that's great. It doesn't mean that you're not doing yoga if you don't really care about the other parts of yoga, the other limbs, for example, of the eight limbs. It just means that for you at this stage, what's needed and what's important is the asanas. Now, obviously, in most classes, we connect the breath, which is the next limb we're going to talk about. And also there's always grounding and relaxation. So that's connecting more to the mind. But still, a lot of people love the middle chunk and maybe just a relaxation at the end because it just feels nice resting a little bit. I feel like we don't rest enough anyway. Now, some people say, even yoga teachers, that if you do not add the mindful aspect of your asana practice or you're not trying to connect your psyche to your physical movements then you're not doing yoga i don't believe in this i don't think that's right there is not a yoga police out there (laughs) deciding if you're rather rather doing yoga or some other form of exercise that may look like it 
I don't think that's true. It is truly about what you feel yoga is for you. I always say this, that yoga is a personal journey. And if your personal journey is that you just want to do all of the asanas and postures and you don't really care about some of the breathing exercises or the mindfulness side of it, then it doesn't matter. You're still doing yoga. And in my studio, if you don't care about the other pits, but you just care about putting your body into an upward dog and through a chaturanga or whatever, that works for me. However, I do agree that the body and the mind are intertwined and cannot really be separated. This is why if you move your body, then maybe you will feel better. And obviously there are scientific reasons why this happens and vice versa. If your mind is happy and in a happy place, if you, it will make you want to move. It will make you want to enjoy your physical body as well. So for example, if there is disturbance in your body, likewise, then the mind too will also be perturbed and vice versa. This is that connection that we want to explore with the yoga practice, but it's already there. So that's why I say, even if you're not consciously focusing on trying to connect your mind to a physical posture, it still happens subconsciously. So yay, <laughs> I think that's great. So correctly performed asanas bring lightness to the body, resistance against disease, improve self-awareness, which ultimately lead to a calm and centered mind, which I had mentioned that's the goal that we could sit down and just enjoy our body in a seated posture and focus on our mind and less on maybe some of the physical limitations of our body. Now, this week, I would like you to focus on your physical body as you practice. You can practice at home, come to the studio or use the online extra material at on unbotheredwellness.com and figure out how you feel within these poses. The trick is that you find what works for you rather than forcing yourself into an idyllic posture because I don't think they exist. But there are obviously certain shapes that we try to mimic and adapt to our own bodies and their abilities. So this week, maybe journal, write down, how do you feel in a downward dog? Which body parts speak to you? Which ones feel like they saying to you, thank you, thank you for putting me into this posture. And which one's feeling like, again, not again, <laughs> this posture is killing me. I know some of us, for example, suffer with wrist issues. So a lot of weight bearing can be really like agony and you'd rather be in a child's pose than be in a child's pose. It's up to you. Or if you look at a forward fold, it might be super tight on your hamstrings and they might be screaming at you. Or maybe it feels amazing for your lower back and you just love being in it after sitting at a desk for so many hours a day. So truly explore some of these main asanas and notice how you feel. Write it down or maybe try to flip the script in your mind and say, today I'm going to enjoy the postures that I find hard, that maybe I notice that I have some negative self-talk about and try to be a bit more okay with it and allowing it to do its job within your physical body and also your mind. Now, this was a really short little recording about the asanas because I feel like this is the most well-known aspect of yoga or limb of yoga. So I try not to talk your ear off. If you have any questions, reach out to me. You can always message me on unbotheredwellness.com if you scroll down and just write your name in and I'll get back to you. I hope you have a lovely rest of your day and I'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.